and welcome to the Counter Press Podcast. I'm your host, Kirk Kinsey, and with me today is not Josh Cacho because he got married and he's busy this weekend, but it is another friend of the show, Ramiro. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, I'm happy to always have help. Uh, the, the solo episodes are always a little bit hard. I feel like I have to keep it moving. I have to keep the energy, but then I'm just like this guy in a room, like yelling into a microphone, <laughs> like get self-conscious about it. So I always like having help when, uh, when Josh is out. So I we're here you. to talk I, I've about been there. Yeah. We're here to talk about the, uh, the two, one loss to SKC today. Uh, I think, I think people are heated, so there's going to be plenty to talk about, but, um, what are your, what are your thoughts? Like just initially after the match, like give us your gut reaction to this match and, and what you're feeling right now. Yeah. So I tweeted maybe not five minutes ago that, um, I want Bob out. Um, Uh it's been this way for a while. I think, uh, our, uh, spaces group, which we'll meet, uh, on Monday on Twitter. So if you're, um, on Twitter, look out for us. They're, uh, facilitated by LAFC Hawaii. Um, but yeah, we've been, we've been calling for this for a while. We think that he's become tactically stale. And, um, so what I tweeted was that I want him out and that the um, the tactical maneuvers at the half made no sense, that the tactical maneuvers he should have made were obvious. Um, he needed to protect that back five, which was basically the cornerstone of what he was doing, what was successful. So that meant taking off Blackman, bringing in Harvey, which would have uh, solidified that that back five again and gotten rid of that danger of the, of the a uh, second yellow card, which of course did eventually come. Um, and then he needed to remove uh, Moose and bring on uh, Vela to uh, put put together that partnership with Rossi, which is always uh, fantastic and successful, and, and then look to kill off the game. I, I don't understand what he was thinking with bringing in uh, a player as green as Fall. And yeah bringing yeah. in Mark Anthony K into the midfield. Um, the midfield was, was fine. It, he just needed to manage that maybe later in the game, it would have made sense, but, uh, not that early on. It, it was a catastrophe. Yeah. I, I thought the midfield, I don't know that I've seen the midfield look as good as they did in the first half, uh, of this game, the way that Sifuentes was creating Sifuentes had multiple chances on goal. He's got the assist to moon, um, the pressure was good from both he and Blessing. Atuesta is always solid uh, at the six. So I, I did not understand the second half, like the halftime sub for Mark Anthony K. I know that Bob has talked about managing minutes in the past week, but it seems absurd to to make that switch, and it it had drastic consequences right away. Um, Blackman, I, I do I do agree that. You can try and put. Uh, you can try and protect Blackman by pulling him off. Um, maybe going to a four-three-three. I thought the three-five-two was fine today. I think it looked good again in the first half. And you go into the half uh, with a lead, so you can't really complain about that. Um, but you know, on the on the sequence that leads to to Blackman hauling down, what he was shallowy, right? That he that he hauled down from behind for the red card. If I'm Mark Anthony K adds zero pressure. Blackman plays a, a bad ball. He's under a lot of pressure. He plays a bad ball to Rossi. But then there's no pressure from K. K initially steps to it, and you see that kind of the whole back line react to that, and then K just pulls out of the challenge, and the ball's back behind him. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I, I don't know what. Sorry. I don't know what that was. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was going to say in, in, our, in our group there, we were discussing exactly that. The, the fact that um, we see K... Uh, give out orders on the field, and, and yet he's uh, failing to um, commit to his role and and mm. and play it out the way that it should be done. He he is uh, consistently um, uh, failing at at what he's supposed to be doing out there, and it hurts to say that because you don't want to say that about the the players on your team, about these these players that that uh, you know have uh, been working day in day out. Uh, I'm sure they got their own things going on, but at the end of the day, they're professionals and and they're they're not getting the job done. Yeah, and so you wonder yeah. why the insistence in continuing to play players who are are clearly not ready to handle that responsibility. 
Yeah, I so there's there's an important port an important part here. I don't think I think K played 45 against uh man, who was it in the middle of the week? I can't even remember now. Uh the Wednesday game. Um Wow, I'm drawing a blank as Dallas. well. I think he I think yeah, he went 45 yes, against Dallas. I think Blessing went 45, Sifuentes went 45. So you had like those guys are all rested. You're fine. Like even Janela saw minutes on on Wednesday. So it's not like these guys all went 90 and then have to again. So the catalyst for the subs is bizarre to me. You have an entire week before you play Salt Lake, um, who you're level with on points, even though they have two games in hand. They're not quite the threat that SKC is. So I, I really don't understand what those subs were about at halftime. I mean, I guess I'm okay with with Moose coming off. He, he looked ineffective as he usually does. Um, and like you said, you could have brought Vela, and I'm sure Vela had 45 in his in his legs today, but... I mean, from from then on out, it was just a disaster. <laughs> so, uh, it, yeah, it, it, it was fell a rough apart one. quickly. Um, and again, we were, I, I've, at this point, we're talking in circles because it's just mind-boggling. What what was the what was the point? What what yeah. what was Bob trying to accomplish at that point? Um, you know, I, I and and here's the thing: is we we wish these players well. We want them to succeed. We want them to do something. I was hoping to see, you know, Moose put in a header. You know, yeah. I, I thought that having Moon out there feed him the ball would have created uh, any kind of dangerous um, moment. And and it didn't at no point. Just in, in fact, at at the far post, I think we had some of the, the worst reactions. Mm. And it's just it's frustrating. Yeah. To see that. Yeah. I mean, you, so you mentioned Moon. Um, he seems like much more of an inside threat when he gets forward, which is what I want. Like, if, if we're going to play a 3 5 2, I want wing backs that are going to get into the box and put shots on target and, and basically do guys up in the box, right? And, and right. score goals. Like, you have to have that. They have to be part of a front four that, that works. Uh, and you saw that from him today. I thought, I thought Marco Farfan looked good at wing back. And then when he was back at left back, granted we were playing a man down, but then it was like the wheels are off and now, yeah, now he looks lost again. Right. Um, yeah. They, both of them, that's not where they operate optimally. They yeah. are quick. They are small and they're, they're good on the ball when they have the space and they have the space out wide. And, mm-hmm. and you're right. I want to see them cut in. It's, it's where we're going to get optimal opportunities. Yeah. They, yeah. they need to cut, they need to make that cut to the inside and both of them have the ability to shoot. I, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't put it past them to be able to bring us goals from cutting Farfan in. had a screamer take... off his, off his weak foot against Dallas, right? It was, that was just wide. I think if I remember correctly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just wide, just wide yeah. of the post. Um, I guess that gets to one of the more frustrating things for me and anybody that listens to the show know that me and Josh, we really go in on the roster construction because now you have, so Tristan Blackman, I think is a good right back. He doesn't give you a whole lot. He doesn't give you the same thing as moon in terms of like an attacking presence in the box, but in possession, he's solid. He defends well at right back. I think at right center back, it's a little bit too much space. And I think that's why you see shallow. just kind of like getting past him so much today. Um, and that could just be, you know, it's a, it's a slow transition over to center back. Maybe eventually he'll get more comfortable, like delaying and being more tactically sound about it. But I, I don't know. It's, it, I feel like it's too early to say, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it, it that there, we were talking about the frustration again, because um, I think we're all pulling for Blackman to solidify himself uh, as a defender. Th- yeah. There's these, these great moments where he's just brilliant. Mm-hmm. But then there's also these moments where he has catastrophic failures and is, it, it, it happens in both positions, whether he's in the center, whether he's outright it, he's, he's had problems with consistency. He'll go a couple of games and, and he's doing fantastic. And then there'll be moments like today. And I think just to echo the fact that I think we we all want him to solidify. Personally, I would like him to be able to solidify as a uh, center right back, and uh-huh. that would allow Moon to be on the field. Back line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's been effective this season. I think that that's going to be the catalyst to us 
moving forward, at least until Vela is fully recovered from whatever it is that's going on with him, because clearly that's uh, been a bit of an issue. Um, it's it whatever is going on there is weighing him down, and it it's it's not linear. So he's having setbacks. Yeah. Yep. Um, all over the place, and so we have to be patient with him, but at the same time, we have to uh, find a way to to work around that and work uh, with the fact that we have uh, Avella with limited com- capacity. I think that five in the back is 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 the perfect answer because it gives us the width that we would usually get with Vela. Um, but without being able to have a solid three, it's it's going to fall apart because we're yeah. leaving holes behind um, in that defense. Yeah. So I I don't know I don't know how closely you follow the show or but uh, Josh and I have talked a lot about like the the gimmickiness of the of the three the three man back line right now and how it's kind of trendy. But this is one of those opportunities where it's it's appropriate, right? Because you have two good ball playing center backs in Blackman and and Segura. You have you've stumbled upon two fantastic wing backs in in Moon and Farfan, and you simply don't right. have a front three. Like you don't have a front three that you can trust. You have Rossi and you have uh, like half of Vela, and that's it. Like then you have Baird and Moose who are just complete wild cards and you might get something from them. You might not. So it's like, the, it's kind of like this perfect time to, to run this three, five, two. Um, but that's not how the roster is constructed. So when Blackman's in early yellow card trouble and he's recovering from an, in, from an injury and he's getting beat on that side, it's like, you look down the bench and okay, there's, there's Jordan Harvey and Mama fall. It's like, what? how is <laughs> like you, this is it really? It, like the other option is, I guess, um, Man, I I don't even know. You have to play like so many games. Like Blessing has to come back, and Moon is now playing right center back, and like you have to like do all these Frankenstein maneuvers because you just don't have enough defenders. And it's like who, what other center backs do you even have on the roster? Tony Leone, and he's you sub you you gave him to to Vegas for the weekend, and he's no. not ready. He's not even ready for USL yet. I mean, he's he's fine in USL, but he's not ready, and that's fine. He's, right. He'll get there, but um. It's like, man, the the roster is just, you can tell right now that it's just a mismatch of random parts. So that that's the frustrating yeah. thing for me. Yeah, absolutely. But I think, you know, in, in that situation as a coach, you really have to settle and 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 get creative and yeah. understand who do you who your personnel is. Personally, I play Harvey. He's got the experience. Yeah, yeah. He's had some time playing in the middle. He can play out wide. It, it makes the most sense, yeah. right? If you have to, you you put him center, you push Segura out a little bit or whatever it has to be to be able to make it fit. And mm-hmm. and because at this point in, in the season, what we needed more than anything was to come away with not dropping points. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's the first thing we did. I, I would have been happy with, with the 1-1 draw, but... Absolutely. I mean, we, we, we had the victory. All we had to do was kill off the game. And again, back to the circle. I don't know what Bob was thinking. It, it makes zero sense. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I wish I had a better answer. But like, all I feel like we can do is point out how how much of this game and how much of the decisions that he made, like how little sense they actually make. Like that's. I feel like that's all we can do. So <laughs> you have this great first half, right? And right. Moon has two great chances on goal. Uh, one, he doesn't shoot. And then one, he does. And he puts it away like a boss. Um, yes. And then, you know, you have some other chances here and there. Sefuentes, again, taking shots. He's And he's dealing there in the midfield. He and Blessinger look good. And then at halftime, again, you, you make the sub for K and for Baird, uh, for, for Moose. Which, again, Baird and Moose to me are basically the same. Like yeah. Baird's going to give you, he's a little bit faster, but he's not, he doesn't have the same quality on the ball. Um, but Moose is just too slow for this league. So you make these yeah. subs, you put, you pull off who was arguably your most dangerous midfielder and you haven't addressed the Blackman situation because you, again, I, I agree. I think Harvey could have been fine at left center back and moving Sigur over. Um, and then 
in the 55th, 56th, somewhere around there, you decide, okay, Blessing's going to come off for Vela. And then Rossi's going to go into the midfield. So now your midfield is Atuesta, K, and Rossi. And you have Vela and, and Barrett up top. And it's like, what, what are we doing? And you could see from the beginning of the half, the midfield wasn't functioning the same. And maybe that's why Blessing came off and Bob really thought Rossi was going to fix that, which, again, is a very confusing decision to make. Um, you have uh, the bad giveaway from Blackman that leads to the non-challenge from K that leads to the red card for Blackman. And then, you know, we get out of that, that little, that little corner we painted ourselves in with the free kick and everything. A couple of minutes later, Mark Anthony K gets the ball somewhere on the left flank in our defensive third. Carlos Vela is running wide open down the, down the left wing. I mean, yes. wide open. There's nobody. There's one defender in the middle of the field and Mark Anthony K plays a ball on the ground under hit into the middle of the field, right to the feet of that defender. And you see Vela, he just puts up his arms. You hear even Bob is yelling on the sideline. Like what, what are you doing? What are you, this man is 30 yards in front of you. What are you doing? Um, and that ball goes right back in. Boom. And they equalize because they have a striker that can poach, right? Pulido just does what he does. Um, yeah, absolutely. That, go it, ahead. Go ahead. Take it no, away. It, it, that, that situation was always going to be dangerous. Yeah. And, you know, we, you hit on a lot of points, right? And so I'm probably not going to be able to cover all of them. No, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. My, mem- my memory is terrible. <laughs> That's the major problem right there. But um, the one the one that I do want to uh, talk about is uh, Rossi. Yeah. It's it's such a strange move to move a pl- a player like him to the midfield, right? That that's not where he's optimal. That's not where mm-hmm. he's going to be able to operate. And we were talking about this in our pregame spaces, which is, uh, you know, uh, we do the pregame spaces before the games, about an hour before the games, and then we do the the post uh, game spaces usually on the Monday after. Um, and we were talking about uh, some of us were were not uh, completely happy with with a uh, five in the back. Uh, we thought that it it, it was um, it looked like a little defeatist. Like we mm-hmm. were we were we were kind of conceding that we were trying just not to get bombarded and survive to the next game. Yeah. But we also brought up some of us that pl- playing the counter isn't necessarily defeatist, right? It, it's yeah. smart tactics and and Rossi is one of those players that if you're going to play the counter if you're going to play that long ball to anyone it would be that man That's right him. there yeah. he's got the speed he's got the control and he has the ability to shoot from out wide mm-hmm. I challenge anyone to go look at at where his goals come from they come from one of two places either real close up or out wide mm-hmm. and and the best ones are the ones he he scores from are out wide. They're fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's a he's a great inverted winger, right? It's either from the top, yeah. from like the top left of the box, or or it's coming across from the other side. So he's the back post runner. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, right. So so tucking him in does does nothing but uh, hinder him. It, it yeah, it puts a lot of people in front of him bizarre. where he can't use his his pace. Right. That's that's frustrating. Absolutely. Yeah. It it's completely frustrating, and so. Uh, I mean that's that's the 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 major one that I want to touch on, but the other one is, is with K, and see the problem there is we've seen this from K multiple times now, and the mm-hmm. the issue seemingly has not been addressed by the coaching staff. Why does he continue to make the exact same mistake? Yeah, it's unfathomable. Yeah. I I don't understand why this hasn't been addressed and why we see the same mistake over and over and over again. If yeah. if he's going to continue to come on to games and and do this, then he needs to take a seat on the bench, and and someone else needs to to take over. And like yeah. you said, we we had Janela play a couple minutes uh, last time out. M- maybe he would have been the the smarter option. Give mm-hmm. a player who who's been uh, not given a chance, who's probably rearing to go. I mean, as a player, um, I don't care what you're making. If if you love the sport, you you want to be on that yeah. field. Yeah. And the more time that passes with you sitting on that bench, at least in my uh, personal experience, uh, the more anxious you are to touch that grass and and do something and show 
what you can do. Yeah. It, it's it's something that I think we've seen from uh, Farfan. Farfan uh, didn't start off the season in his position, and when he got the chance, he's made the best. Yeah. Excuse me, he's made the best of it. Um, yeah, I tweeted out this during the game that like if they stick with this three five two, Palacios might be out of a job because Farfan looks that good at left wing back. So yeah, I would absolutely. I, I mean, I, I totally agree that he's made the most of his opportunity there. So yeah. If, if I'm Chiqui Palacios, I'm I'm scared for my job. Yeah, I, I'm absolutely. scared that I need to fight for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so, and that goes back to to how this this formation might be the way forward because we have so many options. Mm-hmm. It, it's we have you know it's ridiculous. It's a wealth of options. Uh, w- when the squad is complete, we have to well the team has to think about who plays that role there. But then yeah. also, what do we do on the right side? And when we have young players who are, are clearly uh, gunning for some time in the first team. So it's not like we're hurting for, for defenders. Yeah, We're just hurting uh, for defenders who are completely ready to go it, yeah, and, exactly. and comfortable. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go with a three-man back line and you don't trust Jordan Harvey in this situation, you better be signing a center back today. Like, Right. Before this window closes, you have to have another center back on this roster that you trust, um, and you got to you got to bring in a striker as yeah. well. I mean, everybody's talking. It's like the 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 low hanging fruit at this point, right? Like you need a number nine, but uh, you know that Rossi's gone either this window or in the next one. Um, so you're going to have to have somebody to play up there in that two man striker system again. If you're going with the three five two, which again has looked strong. Uh, you're going to have to have somebody else to play to play up top alongside him, um, and whether they go with like a, a second striker who operates underneath, or um, or more of a dominant guy, and Vela is the guy that operates more in a free role underneath. And I, I think either would would work well, um, but it, those two things have have to happen. And I I don't I don't, again I'm not a big fan of it because I think most guys grow up playing in a four man back line. And it's just like a, it's like a common language that everybody speaks at this point. But if you have Absolutely. the personnel, then you can do it. The The main problem that I have with LAFC's use of it, and it could get better with time is their inability to find the feet of the, of the strikers. They're just not Absolutely. as involved. And maybe like you were talking about, if you're hitting on the counter and Diego Rossi's getting out wide to get on a ball, maybe that's going to fix it, but they're just, they're not involved enough for me yet. Um, where today it didn't really yeah. matter because moon moon was taking care of it, but, uh, right. I don't know if it's a long-term solution. So, yeah. And I, I'm inclined to agree, you yeah. know, uh, and, and the only, the only, um, response I have to that, it, it goes back to, um, making do with what personnel you have, but yeah, yep. you know, in, yep. in our group, in our spaces, we've been, <laughs> we've been shouting from the rooftops. We need a nine, we need a nine, yeah. we need yeah. a nine. It, 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 it feels like, you know, we have the same conversation every week that mm-hmm. we're, we're desperate for a nine. And, and I agree with you. We're used to a, a line of four. I'm a coach myself. And recently yeah. I've had to play with a, a line of three and it has nothing to do with what's trendy. I've, I've never cared for what's trendy. Um, mm-hmm. Personally, I, I'm a I'm a four, three, three fan myself. If I could play any uh, formation, it'd be that formation all the time. But I don't always have that personnel at my yeah. disposal. And, yeah. and so I've had to go to a, to a line of three. It works because that's who I have. That's the talent that I have. And, and that's mm-hmm. um, what, what makes the most sense for those players. Um, and the thing with Bob is that he loves that 4-3-3. You can yeah. tell that he doesn't want to move away from it. If he could at, at any point... Uh, solidify the fact that he'll never play another formation i think he would but mm. he he for whatever reason that whether it's the front office or or his coaching staff his scouts whatever it may be they painted themselves into a corner right now they yeah. don't have the depth to be able to to be able to make that uh, a reality we've tried it it's failed um and the fix to that is a nine bringing yeah. a nine uh yeah maybe rossi is gone in in the summer uh we don't know um, but while we have them, it, it's, it's going to solve that problem right there. We can go right back to, to that front three. Um, 
uh there's the there's the brian rodriguez situation you know maybe he comes back so if rossi leaves with a nine it it doesn't really matter um and even even if those two players leave um correct me if i'm wrong but i i i seem to recall baird um mentioning in an interview that he's more comfortable as a wing so yeah i mean we might be able at he grew up kind of as like a left midfielder left winger so i mean he can he can play there i think you could i honestly think you could put uh moon on one of the wings and he'd be just fine in this league he's clearly fast enough and technical enough to beat uh outside backs in this league so I don't know what you're worried about. Like, I do agree. If right. you make that one signing, you can go back to the four three three, and all this is a moot point, and you don't have to sign more center backs because now you're now you're too deep, right? Um, Absolutely, but, man. And we got blessing as well, who could make that happen for us. So it's not like we we don't have the the players at our disposal. It's it's you know the fact that we don't have that nine. That's that's yeah. the biggest issue. Yeah. We we have the play the players who cover the other spaces. It's it's yeah. we don't have someone who can handle the center. I, I'm with you 100%, man. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the second goal real quick. Another poor clearance. Mm-hmm. And at this point, um, let's see. I think we left off on the Vela for a blessing sub. The next yeah. subs, if I remember correctly, let's see, that's three. So yeah, the next subs were uh, <laughs> Mamadou Fall for, for Moon. Moon, and yeah. then Rossi for Duke. So Rossi doesn't yes. look good in the midfield. So it's like, all right, Bryce, you go out there and do something now. Um, and I don't remember if this was, I think this was before the second goal, right? Yeah, because Fall was I on want the to field say yes. for the I second w- goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's like, all right, you go get it now, Bryce. Um so he comes on and again, he's looked good for Vegas, but you know, he's still, he's still learning. And I think he'll come along pretty, pretty soon here. But right uh, now, now you've like, not only have you changed formations, you, you gave up this red card. So now you're playing short and I can't tell you what formation we're playing. I don't even know who's on the field at this point. I'm sure none of the players do either. Um, and you have Edward Atuesta pick up a ball, play a bad clearance towards Vela that gets, immediately switched over to Daniel Shallowy and Mamadou falls in on him and boom. I mean, he just side nets it. Uh, I, to be honest, I wasn't really paying attention to, to Romero to see if like he was in a good position. It seemed like he was probably too far over to one side. Yeah. Cause the angle yeah. that Shallowy hits that ball from is, is pretty tight. Um, yeah. and here we, and here it is. We've, we've conceded or we've, we've dropped points again. Um, after all, kind of rallying behind the team after the two nil win over, over Dallas. And so we're all back to the same point. Like, I think that just brought us all back. Like, okay, this team is who we thought they were. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't know how you felt about that second goal, but I, I, you know, to, to me, it was, uh, it was traumatizing in more than <laughs> one way. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I keep going back to the spaces, but when we hopped on t- uh, today, uh, the first thing that, that I told the guys was, um, that I was licking my own wounds and, and see, again, I'm a coach this morning. I had a game. I had basically a similar situation, but due to the fact that, um, I had injured players. Mm -hmm. So I had to shift players out of position. Basically we were uh, trying to absorb pressure at that point. There was Mm -hmm. no way around it. We didn't have a bench anymore. Um, it was, it was a mess. Um, and so, you know, as a coach, you, you try to put on a strong face. You, you don't you don't want to uh, have your players look over and and feel like you're not confident in them and and demoralize. Um, but internally, I, I knew it was a matter of time. I knew that yeah. we, we were yeah. going to get uh, lit up, and and it did. It, it happened. We did get lit up. And so when I see the, you know this mess going on with Bob, but without cause, <laughs> it just feels like deja vu. You know, and and. Uh, yeah. I was I was watching with with my fiance as I as I usually do, uh, and I, I I look over to her and I tell her here come here comes a second, this yeah. is where where it's coming yeah. it, because it was it was it was so clear, um, and you know I hate to uh, I hate to be frustrated with uh, such a young player like Mamadou Falls, but he just doesn't get there and you can see him just not, I don't know if he doesn't react in time. I, I, what was going through his head, yeah. it, but 
he needed to be quicker. Mm-hmm. He, he needed to react and, and just, there was nothing from him. But yeah. this is, this is a, a disease that we've been suffering from all season. There's been plenty of moments. I think the uh, situation with uh, Fafa Picot, uh, I, I, I butchered that, that name right there, but, but Fafa from uh, uh, Houston, Houston Dynamo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, same thing happened um, with Murillo and Farfan. They both get caught out and yeah. they become statues essentially. And so that allows Fafa to do whatever he wants and he manages to, to set up that. Yeah. Excuse me, set up that goal. Yeah. So speaking of that one specifically, uh, Zussi almost had uh, an assist to. Absolutely. I don't remember who the striker was, uh, but I mean, it's a, it's essentially a free header. Zussi ends up on the ball and you see Farfan get caught in the middle of, am I pressured or not? And he decides uh, no initially. And then, okay, now I'm going to pressure. And Zussi just, yeah. just, you know, curls in a ball behind him. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a free header. Romero does well to keep it out of the back of the net, but it's like, like you said, they you could see what's coming because they were just peppering the right. the the goal with shots, um, and eventually those are going to fall. Right, it's a numbers game. So it is a numbers game, absolutely. Um, <sighs> it's what I teach my players. I I I've told them over and over again: take the shots. It, it what yeah. matters is them being on frame because it doesn't matter if they go inside. If we wear down that defense and and that uh, that keeper. They're yeah. eventually going to slip up. They're humans. They're going to make mistakes, that. right? Yeah, and, and I said that at at uh, at the half on on Twitter. I, I posted that uh, we were doing well, but it, all it was going to take is for us to, uh, you know, become uh, lose our concentration and, and make a minor mistake for it to all fall apart, and it did. Yeah, almost like when you uh, have a midfield that's like you're saying, like concentrated. They they understand what's working well, what isn't working. And they're they're creating dangerous opportunities, and then at the half you say, "I don't know, I don't know we're going to change this up," and <laughs> everything just falls apart. Like, and you yeah. look like a completely different team. So it's kind of validation yeah. for everything that we've been saying. Again, Josh and I have been on this on again, off again thing with Mark Anthony K. We brought it up last year during CCL. The listeners all know they've heard this spiel before. Yes, uh, and we've defended his. Um, being involved with the team based on, you know, he's on a low salary. He, he definitely outperforms his salary, um, but right. he's not, he, he's not a guy that you can depend on all the time. And that's okay. It's like you said, we, we know what he is and that's okay. But in a game where everything's working fine in the midfield, there's no reason to force that sub onto the field. You're not Absolutely. bringing on, uh, you're not bringing on Kevin De Bruyne. You're not making yeah. like you're not making room for Andres Iniesta, right? It's it, it's it's Mark Anthony K, and that's that's yeah. good. We like him. We want him to be on the team, but there's no reason to make a halftime sub because he's not going to give you anything that your midfielder wasn't already giving you. And that's where I feel like so exasperated. It's like what what are we seeing in right. in these players that are being forced onto the field and shoehorned into positions? Just because it's like, oh, I guess we need to make another sub. So Mamadou Fall, you're on for for Moon, even though he's been fantastic for the two for the two past for like the past two games. Like what? right, and the and the sorry, I hate to, to cut you up. No the, good. The thing good. That, good. that 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 is so frustrating as a fan is that this isn't a high school coach out there by himself with mm. with no one in his ear, looking at the game as well and going, yeah, yeah. look, I, I see what you're you're trying to do, but here's what I see. He's got. He's got plenty of coaching staff there. Entire technical you, staff watching different things on the field. Yeah. Exactly. You can't tell me that no one is in Bob's ear and that he is so pig-headed and, and forceful that he tramples over all other opinions yeah. and just yeah. shuts everyone down. It, it can't be. The right. guy's got to listen to... He, you know, he has them for a reason. He's got to listen to them at, at some level. And yeah. when you hear it over and over and over again you tend to react to, to whatever that criticism is. And, but he, he keeps making the same mistakes. So at a certain point, you got to wonder if, if this is something that's going on with the entire coaching staff. Do, what are they, what are they seeing? What are they, what do they believe based on what information that we don't see? Because mm, that's clearly it's not, yeah. it's not making sense to us. Right, no, I, but it I, makes again, sense in their head. If you if you take it, if, so your point about like the the larger coaching staff and 
and all the technical advisors not being able to see what right. and diagnose what's going on. Um, I maybe, and maybe Cifuentes hadn't had a got like picked up a knock somewhere in the first half and this will all be like, Oh, okay, well that's why you brought him on. But right. after his first half, like, I don't know what people saw on the staff, like what people on the staff saw to be like, no, 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 no. Let's, let's pull, let's pull him <laughs> off to the side. And like they were talking about like a 20 year old kid, that guy, he's got plenty of energy. He can, he can go 90 today and go 90 again next Saturday against RSL. Right, It'll be yeah. fine. Um, so I, yeah, uh, it, it's a, it's a good point. Um, one that I don't have a whole lot of insight in because, well, I mean, none of us really do because we, it's not like we were able to ask, uh, uh, Kenny, Kenny arena, right. Kenny, Kenny arena, Bruce arena's kid. Like we don't, we don't get to have pressers right. with him and be like, Kenny, what'd right. you say to yeah. him to make him sub him off? What are you doing? <laughs> but, yeah. And look, and the, the thing is the people he has on the sideline with him, they're heavy hitters in this sport. Yeah. They're not yeah. nobodies. <laughs> they know what's what's up they know what time it is and <laughs> i mean you can't tell me that someone like uh ante doesn't tell him something just yeah hey listen bob it's not working yeah just yeah you know just make him recuperate his senses you know just shake him up a little bit you, you mm. gotta try something different and you gotta not do that yeah well, I mean, to, to Bob's credit, like he he tried something different. Again, he I feel like they've got this three five two down to where it works. Why oh, yeah. you go and mess with a good thing at half is beyond me. And there it is. Like I think that's the interesting thing is so so many so many people for you know the past couple of years have called Bob rigid and inflexible, and right. then he goes and changes up a little bit based on the personnel that the front office have. Uh, given him or not given him in this in this instance um, right and he's got something that's working and it's like i don't know now we're going to change so i don't know it's weird um, <laughs> yeah, anything it, else like, from this match that you want to talk about before we have a we have quite a few questions here again people get heated uh so it's always good for engagement on the show i i, I, I did i did but. see i did see the, the 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 post on twitter and and some of the responses um you know the the only other thing and just uh bringing it um I, you know, I'd like to end on something positive and bringing it back to, to, to our group and our spaces is, um, uh, that we've been saying it for a while. We want moon. And I've been saying it for a while. The, the kid is a baller. Yeah. He's and legit. he showed it. I think he's he, better he than is. advertised to be honest. Like he is, yeah, he is really good. <laughs> and, and again, and funny, it'll be the one question I have on him is when he goes back to right back, what is he going to look like in the defensive third? That's the one thing we haven't seen from him. I have no reason to believe that he's not going to be good, but uh, because right. I have no data on that at all. But uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think he'll probably be forced <laughs> to play right back next week with uh, Blackman suspended. So we'll yeah. find out then. Yeah, you know the the thing with him, I think, is that he is the the promise of uh, Nahar completely fulfilled because when <laughs> when we when we brought him in oh i was jumping for joy i'm like this is the guy this is the yeah. guy that's he's gonna he's gonna end the central american curse because <laughs> i don't know if you're aware of, if you're aware of this but i might be wrong i doubt that i am not one uh player of central american descent that has come through lafc has been successful i mean i'll start it with yeah my, i mean i guess it i'll yeah. start it started with Marco Ureña. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, it's all been, it, it, they've, they've had flashes, but none of them have been able to, to uh, make something happen for themselves. And, and the Vito big Celaya ones are, wasn't, he didn't Ureño, Fito Celaya. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm a Salvadoran. I know what the guy was, was capable of when he was at his prime. And I was yeah. excited when he came. I thought that it was going to make sense. Him and Vela and Rossi were, were going to light it up. Yeah, and then it just didn't happen. And then so when when we announced uh, Nahar, I thought that that's that's Here where it's it at. Yeah. He, this is the guy. He he breaks this curse. And then no, and and, and look at <laughs> look at uh, 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 Joshua Perez, right? Yeah. Uh, leaves yeah. leaves LAFC, lighting it up for the Salvadorian national team. So yeah, <laughs> what are you yeah. gonna do? I think he was. I but, think he was but, still but, technically uh, a USMNT player. I think he switched after he left LAFC, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously he's as far as Iranian already, but like, uh, yeah. 
I maybe 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 it took him making the switch after LAFC to to really, but potentially, but to he bring put on it that, full circle. that white and blue jersey and just started that I got all the superpowers. Uh, those colors are powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree. But I don't bring, disagree. My team, my, bring it my club plays in blue ahead. and white too, so I'm all about it. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> I'm an Everton uh, supporter as well, so th- those colors, you know, they, they okay, run Okay, so now, but, now you can go get your uh, your number nine. Ro- well, Rossi's not going to get number nine if he goes to Everton, but whatever <sighs> Whatever, whatever number he is, he I'm is, getting yeah. it. Absolutely. But to bring it full circle, uh, Moon, he, he's the genuine article. Yeah, he's legit. He's legit. Yeah. And he's just fun to watch, too. Like, he's just Absolutely. fun. To, like, when he's on the ball, it's like, I, I wasn't, again, I live in Arizona, so I wasn't at the match on, on Wednesday. Right. But, like, you almost can feel like <gasps> everybody's bracing for something special to happen because he's, yeah. Yeah. he's uh, explosive on the ball. So yeah, and somehow he's serious and he's having fun at the same time. It's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, let's get into some questions here. Um, let's go here. First one is from, and some of these are like way out of order, so it's hard. Sometimes people like <laughs> they don't always thread their replies, so it's like they get kind of mixed up. Uh, here, here we go from Josh. Josh got married yesterday. Congratulations to Josh. He says, I just got married. I don't have time for this nonsense. And by nonsense, (laughs) I clearly mean this team's decision-making on and off the field. Uh, Josh, thank you for not trusting me to run the show on my own. Um, and for commenting, (laughs) I don't know what else to say other than congratulations, my friend. So, uh, Next Definitely one from congrats. Alonzo Flores at Alonzo 0331. 0331. Are you? This guy must be a Marine machine gunner. Sorry, that's like a that's like a side note there. Right. 0331 is like a, a specialty in the in the Marine Corps. Blackman is slow as hell. Doesn't have the same stamina as Moon to go attack and offend. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a different type of right back. Um, yeah. And it'll, yeah. like we said, uh, as, a, as a right wing back, Moon looks incredible and well, yes. i'll be interested to see how he looks next next week against rsl and what i assume will be more of a traditional right back role but we'll see right and if i could speak to that i think Absolutely. that he started he started off that way where it looked like he he was going to be a speedster he was going to be that that player that could go out wide and 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 come up and attack and all that right but i think he had a transition period where he opted more for his bulk and he's a little more aggressive and physical now, which I like. I, I think that it's is. important. Yeah. Blackman. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think, I think that it's been that trade off for him. Yeah. As he's I mean, the team has talked about trying to bring him like make, they keep talking about Sergio Ramos, right? We want mm-hmm. you to make the transition from right back to, to center back. So I yeah. think you are right. There's definitely been, um, he's definitely more inclined to play on the interior step into midfield rather than down the wing. He's not. He, I don't remember the last time I saw him make an overlapping run when they're playing a four three three. Everything's yeah. inside, so I think you're 100 percent correct on that. Yeah, he makes great physical recoveries. Yeah, yeah. All right, Mike beats at beats. I'm not really close to being Bob out. I'm so afraid we'll get some park the bus coach. Not to mention what effect does that have on Vela? But there's a vocal group of fans who I'd imagine have never coached anything, calling for a change. Whoa, Colin, taking shots. Uh, who is realistically available? <laughs> so I, 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 I'm, I understand why people want Bob out. Um, I think given, I think he can right the ship if he's given the right pieces. I'm more on like front office has got to fix this. Um, but yeah. uh, if the front office has told Bob, this is what you got, you need to make it work and he doesn't make it work, then yeah, eventually he's going to be fired for not making it work. And it may be unfair, but what in life is fair so right exactly you said that you exactly. were bob out uh yeah and, and see and that and and that i think for a while it was that it, it was the erratic decision making it seemed like he was uh no it, it still seems like he's um making counterproductive uh moves and and mm-hmm. you question his his ability to read the game whether he he can make the the pieces fit um you know, and at a certain point, you have to shake it up. I, the, the the team has, up until lately, had become predictable. Teams yeah. knew how to take yeah. us out because we were playing the same game over and over again. 
Um, and that's frustrating. But yeah, th- that's a fantastic question. Who is realistically um, available? We've thrown out all kinds of names, but are they realistic? I don't know. We we, uh, uh, we talked about uh, Tuca Ferretti. Uh, we talked mm-hmm. about El Turco Muhammad. Um, these are uh, coaches that have been fantastic in Liga MX, but would they actually come? Could we yeah. could we entice them to come? Are they even available? Mm-hmm. And I believe for both of them that that has now uh, been sealed as a no. I, I might yeah. be mistaken, but I think both of them are are no longer available in any capacity for that. Um, so then, who do you bring that that you know is going to be able to to make the best of the talent we have? Yeah, it, it creates a big question mark, and and then. Uh, I, that's not our job. <laughs> We're not paid to go look for these people, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it's all uh, it's all um, uh, speculation um, while you're you're trying to figure that out because you don't know the the inside information of of what's going on in terms of their uh, their career. Yeah, it is tough, and I I do think uh, I think while it's while it's a good question to ask, like who are you going to replace this person that you want to fire with? Uh, it's like, um, it might be like, just because you can't, you don't have a name doesn't mean that the argument for, Hey, this person needs to leave is sound. And again, uh, like I said, I'm not, I'm not there completely on Bob out because I think there's other things that also need to be fixed. Um, but, uh, to say like, just because you can't present a name doesn't mean that John Thornton doesn't already have a short list of guys that he's interested in. Um, and that he's got conversations with, I mean, it, you could, you could be calling people up from USL. I mean, you could be, you could be doing, they, just like they scout players, they, they scout coaches too. They, they, they have a short list. Um, right. So. And I'm inclined to agree that, with that. that. I, yeah. Again, I think it's an instructive, uh, like it, it's a good, it's a good thing to ask like, Hey, who is available? I think it makes a lot of sense when you're talking about like the NFL where there's 32 teams in the yeah. world that have like yeah. <laughs> staffs and it's like, Hey, th- this guy's a great offensive coordinator right now, but he's not going anywhere yet. Right. Or he's not ready yet or whatever it is. Um, but in a, in a game as global as this one, there are leagues everywhere with coaches outperforming the talent of their roster. Um, yeah. and I, that's up how to many the, time- the teams to find. And how many times have we seen someone from the coaching staff, uh, uh, rise to the occasion yeah what's yeah. to say that uh, someone like ante rossov is, isn't someone that we could put in that position mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that you know we're, we're just spitballing here but um, yeah yeah so it's, but it's i mean a valid question. at the same time uh the other thing i will say is that the grass isn't always greener you could you could go out and you can make a <laughs> uh baros galoto hire and yeah you have a ton of talent on your roster that just underperforms for two years. And it's like you, everybody scratches their heads. Like what are the galaxy doing? How are they this, (laughs) how are they this bad with that talent? So uh, it's, it's, I'm glad I don't have to make that decision, that decision to be honest, because it's, it's too much. All right. Next one, Ben Cox at Sir Bensington. He's got two tweets here. Crumbling wallet advantage is a theme. Uh, bad substitutions is a theme. Mac passing is a theme. Carlos fitness is a theme. Attacking play is a theme. Yeah, I it, I like these are these Facts. are conclusions this season. Like you can conclude yeah. this after ten games. Um, Those when are we hard have facts. a lead, we we crumble. When you know bad substitutions like question head scratching subs are a conclusion. Uh, Mac turning the ball over like crazy is a conclusion today leading to the equalizer. Carlos, who knows? I, I have no idea what is going on with Carlos. Like it is beyond me. Um, right. And that's a conclusion. Like he's not going to be healthy this year. Yeah. So, and yeah, then the last rebuild, one is, there's, go ahead. There's clearly, it's more than just physical. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's understandable. I've seen it with my own players, Right. You, you can come back uh, from an injury physically uh, fairly quickly, but if the way that that happened messes with your head, yeah. that's going to be a lot harder. And um, I think the way that it happened for, for him and the fact that he's had such a difficult time recovering has to be messing with his head. 
Yep. Well, and then you're coming back. Like the last time he played significant minutes with LAFC was in that high flying four three three, and he was the inverted right winger, right? And everything right. kind of revolved around him. They built up down one side of the field for him. There was a striker in position to keep the center backs pinned for him. And now it's like, now nah, here, Carlos, come back in this three five two, and you're going to play with a strike partner, and nobody's going to be able to find your feet. So yeah. we're going to figure this out. Yeah. So that that's that's tough. Like you said, like there's a mental aspect in coming back from injury, and this complicates it. So, but yeah, I, I'm I'm glad Ben pointed out like all these themes, and, and I'm going to upgrade them to conclusions. Like this is who this team is this year, right? Yeah. So luckily we've we've been able to come to those conclusions with plenty of time left in the transfer window. JT, call Ross Barkley. Uh, Definitely. Here's the other one from Ben. LAFC Josh is getting more action than the opposing team's net, which might be an all-time <laughs> counter-press response. <laughs> <laughs> bravo, oh. sir. Bravo, sir. And bravo, Josh. Okay. Uh, next one, Maya Minor. The second half subs. Why? Yeah, I, I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. That, that is the like million and a half dollar question. Yeah. Only Bob can tell us what he was thinking at that point. Man, I hope, I don't know. I I hope somebody asks him. I've, I've, I've been asking someone called Gio. Yeah. I've been telling, (laughs) I've been telling reporters what to ask for a while now. I should probably just get my own press pass and do it myself, but uh, why not? (laughs) I, I, I don't think the club likes me. So it's all right. Uh, next one from Alex. What's that? I don't think they like a lot of us yeah. at the moment. <laughs> uh, next one's from Alex Fala at Alex Fala one. The players, coach, front office need to do better. Fans are the only ones showing up. Again, this is kind of the same theme, right? Which sucks. Like, we what is going on, um, and and how how do we hold how like who is going to hold all these people accountable? Um, and I, I, like I guess right. the answer to that is fans right now, but. Yeah. yeah, and and the tide is turning. You can you can see it. I think for a while, um, a lot of uh, the fans outside, at least outside of our group, um, were resistant to some of the things that we've been saying. And, and now it, you hear complaints, and you yeah. hear echoes yeah. of what we've been saying. Um, and that's not to toot our own horn or anything like that. But uh, you know, it, it's becoming obvious at this point, and and people are becoming exasperated. And yeah. the, the change is necessary and it's clear. And, and hopefully they're willing to listen to us because we are the ones that show up. Mm-hmm. We're the ones who are there. We're, we're chomping at the bit to be that 12th man. And, and we, we put it all, you know, all, uh, you know, on, in those stands. We leave it there for them. Yeah. And, yeah. and we're not seeing the return. So to kind of underscore what you said in terms of like, it's, it's not working. I want to bring up right now, LAFC has played 10 games and they have 12 points from 10 games. This is uncharted territory for, for LAFC who came into the league barnstorming, obviously had that uh, supporter shield winning season. That was incredible. Um, we fought through some adversity last year. Yeah, went so deep in CCL. We're 25 minutes away from from winning, and now and now this. Um, so again, 10 games into the season, which is just under 30 percent of the way. I guess it's probably 30 percent. Uh, I guess 33 percent would be like 11 and a half games or something. So you're a third of the way through the season. You have 12 points from 10 games. You are level with RSL who has two games in hand. You're a point behind Houston. You're a point behind Portland, who has a game in hand on us. And you are, let's see, Seattle has played the same number of games as us, and they have 24 points. Right, yeah. At a certain Dude, point, you, you start asking, what are we when? Doing? Yeah, and, and when do we realize that the only hope for the rest of the season is to crash into, into the playoffs? Yeah. Or not go at all. Yeah, no, that that's it. Like Josh and I talked about that the last time. I guess that was a week ago. Now, like the only, the really, the only hope is 
like kind of like skate by into the sneak your way into the bottom half of the of the playoff picture with some new signings that are just about coming good and like magically hit your stride which i mean is is a possibility because like we've talked about there are pieces there are good pieces here and you see good things like the first half of this game um but it goes back to that decision making and and the roster construction if it does if that stuff doesn't get fixed then we're then it's not going to happen this year and like everybody needs to brace themselves for that absolutely all right Next one from 55 Sullivan Place at 55 at 55 Sullivan Place. We are very close to being able to say that this team is now losing because of Bob, not in spite of him. So, like you said, uh, which I thought was pretty intuitive uh, or like uh, intro, like a good observation, I should say. Um, <laughs> so, people have been like a lot of people have been calling for these changes to be made for a while, uh, and I haven't always been one of them. I'll I'll be I'm a, I'm a bit more conservative with with the way I approach those kind of big changes. Um, right. And, but you, now you see, like you're saying, like now we're seeing people that are tweeting into the show saying, Hey, we're, we're just about there on like, no, this, this thing needs to burn to the ground and then we'll, then we'll build it back up. Um, so no, I don't, I don't know how much longer that holds. We'll see. Anything right. On and that one? there's, there's, there, there's no animosity between, you know, those of us who have been calling for this and, and people who are a little more reserved, you know, th- that's understandable. Uh, big changes uh, uh, create radical shifts that don't necessarily land sometimes. It, mm-hmm. Sometimes the, the, the best way to go about it is to, you know, stagger and, and, and build and, and see how those, th- th- those minor changes affect and just kind of, you know, lay the road as it were. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it, the tide is turning, um, yeah. and I don't know that there it, it'll turn back until we see some some real change and, mm-hmm. and some real results. Yeah, yeah. All right, next one. Actually, there's two of them from Lionel Hutz at from Cheap Seat. Thought it was a good showing <laughs> against a good team. Young players make silly mistakes. There was no need for Blackman to make that foul uh, up one nothing. But player, but things like that happen with inexperienced players. Next one, I know Bob was in a tough spot given Bear just came on, but probably should have pulled him and played another defensive player. I think it would have been wise to bring Harvey in to play left center back, move Segura to right center back, and allowed Farfan to remain on the wing. So, I mean, that's essentially what you said in terms of the subs to make, right? Um, right. So We discussed I, I, it at length. Yeah. And the Blackman thing, I mean, you can quibble over whether he should or should not have. That's, that's fine. Uh, I'm, right. I'm fine with him taking that foul, even on a yellow, uh, because shallowy is, I mean, there's nobody behind him. Everybody's, everybody's out of position. And again, there's a reason that everybody's out of position. Uh, I'm not going to repeat yeah. it because and, I don't want to be a bully. <laughs> right. And, and you've got to wonder whether he believed he was going to be able to make that uh that play cleaner yeah i honestly yeah. think i i think he he thought he had it and it just didn't come off yeah i mean so you see him as as k starts to step he backs off into space right and then right the ball comes in and like it's a it's a great ball from busio and it's a great touch from shallowy who kind of baits blackman into into stepping too far and it's like well now i'm right now i'm beat so I think I think you're right. I think you thought well, maybe I can come up and intercept this ball instead of instead of just holding the space and and waiting for the ball to be played. So uh, it's a tough yeah, spot because it's- we know this about Blackman. He's not he's not necessarily a hothead. Um, he's yeah. he's not someone to to make uh, these rash plays. We've seen him play fairly conservatively and and almost be in his head sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. And nothing had gone down to that point where he was out for revenge on anything either, right? Uh, oh, you like, can see it in his <laughs> like face after where... he gives it. He's like, yeah, I, I he just kind of like yeah. walks away with a blank stare on his face. Like, I mean, do yeah. what I had to do. And I, I accept the consequence, right? So, yeah. anyway. All right. We have one more person who tweeted in, Christopher Colonna at LAFC 2021. There's uh, three of them here. Is it just me and my recency bias considering what he did today or has had Blackman's play fallen off from 2019 and even last season? Maybe it's just that he's uh, playing at a back three instead of a back four. I don't know. Something seems off with him, though. We kind of talked about this, the idea that yeah, I think the most solid he's looked is in CCL, 
which for me yeah. was like, okay, this kid is legit. Like he can play right back at this level. He's fine. Like if you can, if you can play right back against Tigres and Club America, like you're fine. You'll be Absolutely. fine in MLS. Um, so I think you do see him kind of like growing into this right center back role and he does shine. Like one, he had a pass today to Musovsky's feet from right center back, like through the entire midfield, all the pressure right to Musovsky's feet. And it was like, I did not know he had that in his back. So he still does little things here and there that surprised me, but you know, he, he's going to, he's going to have to grow into it. And I don't, I don't think he's as good of a defender in space without the the touchline to protect him as, as yeah, we'd and like I, him to be. I agree with that. I, I And I'd even argue that the, their point is, is apt, but I feel like he's on an upswing from yeah, yeah. having taken a, a bit of a spiral. Yeah. So I, I agree. I, I, again, I'm, I'm still a big Blackman defender um, because I think, I think he's got all the tools there. You just have to be, we have to be patient as not only he's switching positions, but uh, the team is like changing what that position means. Like playing center back in a, in a two center back line is different from playing in a three man back line. It's way different. So uh, it's a, it's a tough spot to be in. Yeah. Um, but definitely. again, that goes back to roster construction, right? It does. Yeah. Um, next one from same from Christopher. Also, how much longer does this team stick with Mac? Are we starting to get to the point where they need to think about moving on from him altogether? <laughs> and we need to talk about Bob subs. The lineup he had out there was working. Why the changes? I don't get it. So very common themes for me. Why don't you go ahead and tee off on this one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, this goes back to the tide turning. I, I, it, it, it's people becoming frustrated with with something that's becoming very obvious at this point. It's just, yeah. For, we 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 see these glimmers of him playing really well. He played really well with Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played really well for us in the past, and I don't think anyone necessarily wishes him any kind of ill. But. We're, we're exasperated at this point with, with the fact that this is a player we know can do better than this. And somehow it feels like he continues to spiral in the wrong direction. Yeah. And at, at what point do you decide that it's, it's just not good enough that, that you can't keep going in that same direction that it, it's costing you that it it's antithetical to what, you your goals are to yeah. it's counterproductive i right. mean how how else can i put it at this point dude I, that's the that's the exact words right antithetical to what you're doing like right. we want to when we have the ball we want to possess the ball and when the yeah. counter is on we want to counter and so like there yeah, absolutely. there's like today again a microcosm of that that first goal where he picks up his head the counter is on with carlos just hit that ball like there's 50 yards behind Carly. Like you could, you could hang that ball up anywhere you want. And there was another one right before half against Dallas too, that he missed him on a big diagonal switch, right? Carlos is running free right on the right wing. And it's like, he just overcooks it. I don't even think the ball landed in the field. Like it was just all the way out of yeah. bounds. So, yeah. uh, so I think antithetical is actually the, the perfect word for it because it's not how we want to play. That's that no. is not in line with any of LFC's principles of play. And and so. you got to wonder what it is. What is it that that's messing up his game? Clearly, I think at confident. this point it's in his head. I think I think he is. He's. I mean, we kind of know that he has some rabbit ears, and I mean, players do that. It's fine. Kevin Durant does, and right. he's like one of the best players in the NBA. Whatever. Right. Like the guy has like a gajillion burner accounts on Twitter, right? That he like monitors everybody <laughs> with. No, I wasn't uh, aware of that. <laughs> oh, he does. He does. He got busted a couple of years ago. Like he had all these burner accounts where he'd like start arguing with fans. <laughs> over his performances. Um, so, and I, I think, I think at this point it is kind of in case head, like, so to me, like he sees Vela and then he sees Rossi flashing on the right side. It's like, no, I'm going to hit the big ball to, to Rossi. Like it's going to be amazing. And well, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but I, I also think, I think today was a, was a different level of like exposure for, for those things, like those, those errors. Yeah, where like I I feel like if you posted like a an all touches video from him today, it would just be like LAFC Twitter would just have a bunch of quote te- uh, 
quote tweets with like emoji eyeballs, like, Oh God, look yeah. at, the, look at what is, what happened in this game. Right. So that's, I think, I think a lot of people kind of saw that today, but anyway, absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks so much for joining the show. What is there anything else that you want to get off your chest before, before we get out of here or you want to, you want to, <laughs> uh, you know, tell, at I least appreciate tell you having handle. me on, uh, Twitter handle is at, uh, Sombre Amarath, S O M B E R A M A R H T H. Uh, Perfect. it's long. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, again, I appreciate you having me on. This is great, of fantastic. Anytime uh, you, you need, uh, I'm yeah, available. Yeah, next time Josh gets know. married, we'll, I'll be sure to call you. <laughs> <laughs> well, for his his own uh, personal, uh, mental, and physical health, uh, fingers crossed that that that's not the case. Right, <laughs> this <right>. one sticks. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, at the end of the day, we've found a blueprint that makes sense. Um, I just think that we need to be confident in, in moving forward with it and and be uh, proactive about what works. Um, again, like I said, uh, I'm a coach myself and I understand that mentality of wanting to do things a certain way. But if it's not there, it's not in the cards, then it's not there. And you have yeah. to roll yeah. with the punches and, and, and figure it out. So hopefully they, they talk about this in the week. They 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 settle on not doing this strange change because this is the second game where they've they've changed it up completely um at halftime and, and they just you know have the the courage to go through the game w- yeah. with that blueprint yeah. that makes sense and 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 we make the personnel moves that make sense regardless of you know whatever other factors are are um underlying some of these decisions because at the end of the day we need to find our way into the into the the playoffs. We can't yeah. we can't crash out. Not like this. It's it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's yeah, especially with the amount of talent we have and mm-hmm. and and the short history and what we know we can do. It, not this way. Right. Right. Well, I think I, we're gonna have some more answers next week, one way or the other. I think. Uh, based on the performance, it, whether they rebound or continue the spiral. Uh, I don't think there's really any in-between ground anymore for this team. Um, so we'll see what happens. Again, Ramiro, thanks for coming on the show. It was a, it was a pleasure to have you on. Um, you can follow the show at counterpress underscore. You can follow me at Kirk Kinsey. And we will talk to you all next week after the RSL match. Hopefully things will be a little bit better, but we will see. Until then. Until then.